Hello and welcome to my first podcast. Um, this is going to be um, a podcast which would help uh, with a podcast is tar- which is targeted on business and uh, learning business. Um, I'm I'm myself a student um, following a course and uh, I realized that by recording myself, listening to myself, um, I'm actually developing um, this particular learning skill. Um, I'm uh, I'm using this podcast to learn, to hear myself um, studying, um, making sense of uh, this these modules which I will be covering. Anyways, um, my name is Luke, um, and this is my first podcast. So, um, today uh, we're gonna start on um, on basically marketing, but from an export point of view um basically um an export plan which applies market intelligence um to develop targeted and integrated export related services the strategies um uh, for the sale of goods um, uh, through international trade. Um, why should a company um, opt for exporting um, their, their, their products or services? And uh, why should they enter this new um, overseas market? Does a company have a solid domestic business currently? Um, and does it provide a solid foundation for this export venture? Um, also, um, basically, how will one export? Um, let's say, for example, a small firm. Um, uh, um, for example, you have a firm and uh, you have been asked asked to prepare a marketing plan for a product which they wish to export. Um, describe the components uh, you need to consider and uh, discuss. So, um, when one has a product and uh, it's already established in the domestic market and they are tasked by for exporting this product how will you export this product um uh, you can basically according to my research um uh, you can export more or less through these four characteristics the passive approach passively for um, passively basically foreign buyers decide to approach you instead of the other way around and export your product by demand which would mean for example 
you have product which is of particular inter interest and uh, which has piqued interest in foreign uh, markets and they actually uh, approach your company to start exporting the, this product um, then there is the active seeking uh, domestic buyers um, uh, basically basically you export this product by actually seeking buyers um, uh, not customers um, buyers who will invest in exporting exporting this product um, uh, overseas and uh, they the buyers will take all the risk of the operation basically um, there is also this indirectly exporting through a foreign intermediary um, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure about this um, yeah anyways and then there's the direct export of goods um, basically you are establishing this direct channel um, uh, of production and distribution of this product um uh, and uh, which will which will serve the customers of this new um market or area um this obviously offers the maximum profits um and long term growth by cutting the middleman uh, but also you would be taking all the risk so um location um uh, okay so so um analyze economic growth uh, uh yeah um so location um basically where should you export um one should analyze uh, the economic growth and uh, well, okay, okay. Um, let's say, for example, um, let's say, for example, you have you have been selling online. You have been selling this product, for example, a product um, uh, of the new of a new design for an uh, wireless earphones, for example, and uh, you are selling this product online. Uh, globally, uh, without any intermediaries, um, you are handling all the all the manufacturing and distribution yourself, um, and you are starting to analyze um, uh, where are your customers coming from, um, where are your customers uh, uh, based. Uh, what do they buy? This is all market research, basically, um, uh, which could help to one to understand the better customers. Um, this is obviously one type um, uh, of uh, research. Uh, there are plenty more, um, which would definitely help uh, people, um, uh, businesses. To actually um, uh, set their eyes on a particular 
location. However, that is not all. Um, uh, basically, there are a lot of other factors uh, which we'll, we will discuss further, which they each factor uh, will determine the pros and cons of um, um, exporting to a particular country, for example. Anyways, um, is exporting uh, okay uh, feasible? Um, mm, yeah, obviously these these uh, questions will happen before you actually um, start exporting. These are like uh, this is a feasibility study. Um, is your is exporting feasible? Will the business be able to withstand the expenditure rise? Uh, it's basically it's all about volume. Um, uh, will your company, by producing more, be able to cut its overall cost of goods? So, yes, this is a interesting point. Um, so, when one is exporting uh, um, a product, um, you are you are increasing your your uh, demand. You I mean you you increasing your production, obviously, of the product, um, uh, thus making it more available to other to, to new customers. Uh, which could in turn uh, increase the demand of the product. Um, so by producing more, will it cut its overall cost of of goods? Basically, the if with if we analyze a product, I mean the cost of the product. Um, there is the fixed costs and the variable costs. The fixed costs are like, for example, uh, electricity or um, the machinery, the machinery is most, yeah, machinery, um, rent, um, uh, staff, etc, etc. Um, so let's say you are producing five products, having your fixed costs remaining the same, but your variable and then there are the variable costs, which are the raw materials, and for example, the raw materials. Now, instead of five, now you are producing ten. Um, the fixed costs remain the same. The raw materials increased, yes. Um, however, the total cost of a product um, uh, is actually less now. Unless, unless you would need, for example, to increase your um, uh, fixed costs, like for example, uh, investing in a new machine, for example. In the long run, um, uh, if you are profitable enough, you might actually um, co cover for all your fixed costs, basically. Anyways, um, 
So, uh, so uh, we are tasked by we are tasked to uh, come up with a marketing plan. Basically, it's this marketing plan. Um, the marketing plan starts with for with uh, the feasible study, which we have been. Uh, uh, which we have uh, established um, uh, okay um, so uh, this marketing plan this we are tasked to produce this marketing plan the marketing plan uh, starts with the feasibility study and uh, some general questions like are you re ready to export um, can you handle this increased expenditure uh, will you sell b2b business to business or business to customer um, then one should de determine the potential markets Geography, culture, logistics, rule of law, the size of the potential market, the competitors, the buyer demographics, who are your customers, and what are their, their trends. Overall, the, these, the buyer demographics uh, include the overall market, the target market, customers, and returning customers. Okay, um, with regards to determining potential markets, um, uh, yes, um, the geography plays an important um, aspect. Basically, it's not the same thing to export, for example, to Italy, from Malta to Italy, and then from Malta to um, Japan or um, Bhutan. Um, there's this geographical aspect. Um, how long? Yeah, wh where are the exports? Where is the export happening? An interesting uh, uh, observation is that some some companies uh, once they exported to a new area um uh, the next export they would they would they would also grow their export re range uh, to other neighbors let's say let's say for example um i'm a maltese company and i am uh, exporting to brazil for example um uh, i would then once i've established myself in brazil i would I, it would be wise to to continue the exports, for example, to Colombia or to um, uh, Argentina, which is uh, next to Brazil. Um, then there is the culture. 
um, what is the culture of this new market? Um, uh, will my product um, uh, appeal to this culture? Um, for example, selling uh, selling uh, beef burgers, for example, to a Muslim country, or pork pork chops, for example, to a Muslim country. Uh, anyways, one should be culture sensitive about um, uh, when exporting their product. Obviously, they would analyze, uh, hoping that the product would do well. Then, um, obviously, the general logistics um, of the potential market. Um, uh, how will my product uh, arrive to the to the to my buyer um, uh, who will sell my product? Um, um, the distance um, uh, is, for example, uh, is this area only located um, I mean is only accessible by by sea for example and not by air or or vice versa um, uh, or there's high tariffs anyways and what about the rule of law um, is my product um, uh, um, uh, does my product meet the country's um, standards or uh, law? Um, so here we are seeing quite quite an achievement, basically. Um, so. One should also research. I mean, one should. One obviously, when when a when a company is going to invest to export into another country, obviously, the decision making uh, board um, obviously would have researched the country, or at least visited the country once or twice. It's uh, highly advisable to do that um, one should check the demand of your product from uh, trade databases so um, the in international trade there exists this interesting tool um, uh, which is basically a trade database um, one could check the product type code, like for example, knives. Um, uh, they have a particular product type code um, directed to knives, for example, and uh, they could um, uh, one could check the demand for said product. Um, uh, how how much? People are buying um, knives um, uh, in this particular region, for example. Um, recently, um, uh, the rule of law has been hit with 
um, uh, and rightly so, um, uh, with new laws, uh, with new environmental laws. Um, uh, one should also check the competitive. Uh, I mean, the the environment, the environment uh, is important, and uh, one should make sure um, that the product complies with the country's uh, environment. Apart from that, um, one should also check and test the waters of uh, his future, his probable future competition. What is the competition in this particular country? Um, what is the competitive environment? And where does my product fit in in this uh, new market? Um, it's interesting, uh, also, um, one should also start researching, uh, certain important documentation, um, towards this new export market country. Um, one should research the taxes. What are what I what I am I going to pay for my product uh, to be uh, sold in this country? Any registration taxes, um, licenses, standards. Um, uh, what standards am I going to adhere, uh, comply to? Um, uh, this should be both local um, for the production uh, facility and also foreign um, uh, for example if I'm a Maltese firm uh, going to going to uh, export a particular um, um, going to export for example uh, wine what is uh, my my uh, um, so what are the local Maltese standards for produce for the product of wine does my wine uh, is my wine up to a particular standard locally and also foreign when my wine is sold abroad for them. Um, is it does it comply to the other countries' foreign standard? Does other countries' standards any certificate certifications uh, or regulations, for example? Um, like for example, the CE or the CCC, um, the CE, which means the European Conformity or CCC, the China Compulsory Certification. <sighs> Sorry. Um, now, understand, one should also understand the local export laws and the foreign import laws. Obviously, when you are, um, uh, yeah, this all, this all has to do with the, with 
complying with laws both when you are um, I mean when you are when you are taking this product outside of a country and uh, uh, placing it into another country import basically export and import agreements um, uh, free trade agreements uh, provide uh, for example for example any any local or foreign agreements that there are for example free trade agreements provide lower tariffs rate and apart from that uh, safety safety laws um, does my product uh, is my product safe um, anyways uh, vision what is the company's vision who is exporting which which is exporting sorry. um where do you want to go what is the ambition and what's the proposed or the desired um time scale commercial challenges um commercial challenges um what do you do you anticipate to be your biggest challenge when exporting what are your limitations where do you need most assistance any risks and finally in the marketing plan no not actually finally no there's still a few left um who will you sell to um uh, previously we have saw we have seen um uh, in the feasibility in the feasibility section um will we sell b2b which is business to business or business to customer directly to the customers this goes more in detail um who will you sell to um uh, with regarding i mean i mean will you sell to wholesalers um uh, this ex this expands the business area or the business because uh, uh, obviously there are several types of businesses um uh, and this goes to show um about it so who will you sell to Will you sell your product to wholesalers, to retailers, to a foreign government agency, or direct to the consumer, or maybe a combination of all of, of all of the above, of of above, basically not all. Um, also, now um, uh, you are at a point. Um, in your export marketing plan um, to basically establish the channel of distribution is it going to be by air by land sea rail or a combination of above and finally costing and pricing costing is basically the cost of the price of production 
and all logistical processes, which include basically one should include all overheads and expenses, including marketing. Um, uh, basically, the all expenses basically fixed and variable and pricing um, uh, pricing uh, is different than costing um, there's difference between cost and price costing as we said uh, is the actual calculated cost of the cost of basically the product how much does this product cost me which basically the tool that you need is the calculator for example whereas uh, pricing um, which is a more strategic um, which is more strategic uh, this should obviously cover the cost um, uh, obviously one should never sell a price which does not well sometimes they do but yeah uh, at a loss obviously that is not feasible however however there are stories that uh, there are some companies which actually do that just to entice but that's total the tot, total uh, other discussion about that anyways we do back to price um, the price it should uh, obviously cover for the costs in theory and then um, uh, it should compare well with the competition sold in the market so let's say for example you are producing um, uh, you are selling um, coasters for example and the actual uh, price to produce this coaster particular coaster of, of, of coaster is uh, one euro for example and uh, obviously you're gonna sell it um, uh, obviously this one euro cost uh, the cost of production is the cost of production it includes all overhead and expenses including marketing distribution uh, taxes and whatsoever um, anyways and you find out that in this new market the coasters are being sold at five euros so obviously um, you can either undercut which means you're gonna sell it at four or four fifty you're gonna upsell it you can you can either upsell it uh, this all depends with the demand uh, of your product is how does your product differ from uh, your competition um, uh, should you actually upscale it make the luxury item or yeah this is a total strategic um, aspect the most important thing is that um, it's an enticing price um, which is 
which obviously does compare well with your product um, and uh, it's totally strategic and for this uh, pricing strategies you obviously need marketing tools rather than uh, calculate I mean if you calculate so um, this will be the end um, of this first um, uh, podcast um, I hope you have enjoyed it basically this is just a study podcast um, uh, I'm still not certain about the structure and uh, the delivery of this podcast please please do give me a constructive uh, criticism um, I, will, I always enjoy uh, improving upon something um, to be quite honest this uh, amateurish um, uh, podcast I'm basically using this purely to study purely as studying basically what I the, how I how I study is um, I read, I write summary of what I read, and then um, I always record myself um, uh, explaining and talking about um, what I have uh, been studying. Um, I know it's not the norm. Um, I do encourage people to to express I mean this is a, a way how I myself express myself um, when I study and that is what studying is basically um, um, learning by reasoning basically anyways have a good one Thank you for listening and uh, see you on the next one maybe.